All right, I say we go ahead and get started. We're five minutes past the hour here. Today we have a very special guest. We're going to be talking French fries. We're talking with Jesse Fries, Jesse Jean, however she wants to be called. It depends on the day, I think, probably depends on if fries are on her mind. But we're going to be talking about how to leverage Lens to build a community and then launch an NFT project off of that, which could be on your passion. And for her, it's French fries. Jesse, how are you doing? And are you currently eating fries? Hi, Chris. I'm I'm okay, uh, but I'm not eating fries. Maybe that's why I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, let's go ahead and jump in here. I'm excited to kind of chat and break down your project, how things are going as an artist, you know, some of the kind of different organizations um, that you're a part of, and then your thoughts on Lens overall. So this is going to be a lot of fun for people who don't know you. Give like a 20-second or 30-second kind of intro, like who is Jesse and what's your deal? Okay, I will make it short. Um, so Jesse is an artist and entrepreneur. So I make art. I have. Um, I usually introduce myself as the painteress of badass girls on the blockchain. Uh, I'm a true feminist, and my art is feminist. And I'm also the founder of Art and Future, which is a Web three community empowering artists um, in the space. And I'm also the co-founders of Girls Revolution, which is a project that empowers women artists in Web3. And then I have my project on Lens, which is Jesse Fries. And it's all about art, memes, and of course, fries. Very cool. Very cool. So let's unpack that here. What What is it about fries that you like? And then, you know, how did you think about starting to create a NFT project off the back of that? Yeah, well, the story is like, I have always loved fries. I mean, since I was a kid, like like all kids. But I think um, I think I have that sort of, I don't know, you know, when you're obsessed of, with something, well, I'm obsessed with fries. I have always been like really, really a fan of fries. Whenever I went to the restaurant with my family, I would always <laughs> order fries, even if I was eating a pizza or any other type of food. But then, you know, a couple of months ago, um, it, it just like all began with a funny tweet uh, where I sort of, you know, mentioned people who claim that they're in it for the culture. I don't know if you see um, those people who are on Twitter and they're like, yeah, I'm here for the culture, but they're clearly motivated by money and flipping NFTs for profit, which uh, I don't consider as good or bad. Um, I'm not judging anyone here, but I just thought like it's funny because it's it's kind of also, you know, hypocrite. So then uh, it gave me an idea to create artworks which are sort of memes featuring slogans such as, you know, fries before guys or in it for the fries. And then I noticed that my community on Twitter responded positively to this concept. So I sort of continued to post, you know, content and arts that is centered around fries. And then um, people were sending me pictures of their own fries, you know, at restaurants or at home. Maybe they were cooking fries and they, they just sent me DMs or they just tagged me on Twitter. And I actually bookmarked everything because it's so funny. I really do receive a lot of, of fries pics. 
So then it led me to, you know, uh, realize that there was a really a true interest in creating a community that is centered around fries. And that's how I got the idea to develop the Jesse Fries community on Lens. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, it's it's so funny when people tag or things like that around people that are, you know, interested in like a certain object or something like that. You know, I think about um, there's a girl on lens as well naomi who's building the rally app and she you know posts pictures of cake and i think people are starting to post post their pictures of cake and start to tag her so it's super interesting how kind of the evolution of memes comes about so talk more kind of about before this project launched you know like you mentioned you're working on a couple other uh DAOs and organizations or focused around art like you know what is your kind of past history with art um, well, my past history with art, I'm an artist, like I really studied art. So I went to art school uh, in France. Um, I studied painting, so traditional painting. Um, and I graduated with a Master's of Fine Arts in 2015. And then I worked as an artist in the traditional art world for three years. And I noticed that it's really complicated for um, artists to actually make a living in today's society. So yeah, so that's why I decided to uh, create my own project, which is Art From Future and and uh, also like explore what's going on in Web3 and NFTs. Um, so yeah, that's like my past history. I, I took part in several um, exhibitions internationally. I did some artist residencies in Asia and Shanghai and Singapore. I mean, everything was really, all of these experiences were great, but I was still, you know, um, kind of disappointed because I wasn't like earning a living from my art. And I feel like it's not fair as an artist, even, you know, many artists go to art school, have an education, write a thesis, and then, you know, they just come out of school and they don't know how to how to earn a living and they just have to do, you know, jobs that are not related to their practice. And this really bothered me, actually. So, yeah. Interesting. And then so it was kind of this, you know, because you look at your art and it it looks like it's painting based. Right. Do you do that physically and then scan it or do you do it like more on an iPad? How is your artistic process? Yeah, well, I'm. As I said, like I, I learned to paint, <laughs> so I'm a painter. I usually create physical uh, artworks. So I have a ton of uh, paintings at home because for each of my um, NFTs, I would create like a physical piece and then scan it and then um, edit it with like softwares, different softwares. Uh, I don't use Photoshop because I don't know how to use Photoshop, but I use, you know, all of the um, super easy tools like canva.com, PixArt, and all of these, like, let's say, lofi kind of tools. And then I just, you know, edit my art and mint it on the blockchain. But I also use um, artificial intelligence. So, uh, yeah, I, I create some, some art with Dale and um, uh, in PixArt, there is also um, an AI tool that you can use. So, for example, you know, the Barbie memes that I've been minting on Lens. So I generated them uh, with AI from the PixArt uh, tool. 
Gotcha. So the 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 photo in your your PFP, how was that made? Was that hand drawn and then scanned up? Yeah, that was hand painted and then scanned and then edited on Canva. Very so cool, it's um, cool. I don't know if anyone can recognize, but it's when you go on Giphy there, if you just type Barbie, there's a Barbie who moves her hand and she's like, oh, and that's Barbie. Like me, my inspiration is so much Barbie. I don't know why, but I just find it. I just find the like the doll fascinating somehow. Right. Did you play with Barbies a lot as a kid? Do you think maybe that's a reason why? And by the way, for anyone listening, her uh, you can uh, get her PFP off OpenSea. I think you just published it this morning, right? It's uh, up for 0.05 ETH. I imagine that's not going to last long. But for anyone that's interested in uh, picking up one of her art pieces. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's available on OpenSea. Um, actually, this artwork is part of a series called Web3 Besties. And the idea is like, it's kind of like all of my art is kind of a joke. Like I make fun of, of everything. It's kind of making fun. Like I love World of Women, but it's kind of like a joke because when you see their PFPs, they're just like, they do not reflect the reality. They don't look like normal or like real women. They're just too pretty and everything which is like, okay, but I just wanted to, you know, create something that's different and that would really represent um, girls in our society, like we're maybe alcoholics or whatever, and we're kind of more trashy (laughs) than that. So yeah, it's kind of a joke. And all of my art is not like, people shouldn't take it so seriously. I don't take myself so seriously. It's just like, I just want to have fun and and kind of share a message, which is really, you know, feminists. Um, yeah. And did I used to play with Barbie a lot? Um, I don't know. I think I was kind of a tomboy when I was a kid, which is really funny because now I'm really the opposite. I'm really super girly, but I had a few Barbies maybe when I was around like seven years old, seven to 10. I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. I, I was curious if that was potentially the case and that, you know, you did like, you start off kind of tomboyish and then turn super girly or were kind of super girly and then turn tomboyish or, you know, what the combination was there. So, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. And what other kind of inspirations do you usually draw from your art or is it kind of just haphazard, whatever you see walking down the street? Mm, no, really, like, what inspires me is like women in general, like, I don't... I'm really like I would speak about my art as art of the internet because I would you know get inspired by memes or celebrities on Instagram or uh, influencers who post you know uh, pics of themselves online and this whole idea of beauty and femininity in our society um, it's it's really interesting because in a way um, the media has this picture of the woman who is like you know really pretty perfect taking care of her kids making food (laughs) and stuff okay it's maybe changing a bit now but it's still you know really like that um and then on social media you have like this like girls who really become um how how can I phrase that like they use their bodies uh, uh like as their own muses so it's called the female gaze. So they really um, 
show another image of the girls through the lens of, of girls and not men. And I think that's interesting because you, when, when girls show, um, when girl, girls try to represent themselves, um, you'll see that there's a combination of um, something that is not so considered as so beautiful with something that is beautiful. And when I say that it's not considered as beautiful is um, referring to the norms of the society. <laughs> Um, so no stretch marks, no alcohol, no cigarettes, no whatever. And, uh, and so, yeah, I really take my inspiration from, from these images and uh, not so much from the everyday life or what I would see. Very cool. Very cool. And then let's kind of switch gears a little bit here and talk about, you know, how did you first discover Lens and then what? you know, kind of got you excited enough to make a commitment and kind of double down and invest in building, you know, your community and your relationships on Lens? Yeah, so I discovered Lens uh, a long time ago when when they were still, like when there was this tweet and you had, I don't even remember because time, time is so weird with COVID and everything, but yeah, a long time ago when they, when you could like, kind of claim your your handle from their website or something like that but um yeah and then and then I wasn't so active on lens at the beginning because I was I didn't understand how it worked um mainly there were maybe uh Chinese people who were writing on my feed or whatever and I I just didn't understand how it worked um but then I started being more active. I think it was in November uh, 2022. Um, and I actually discovered the memester community. And, and that's, what, that's how actually I got the idea of creating my own uh, community and project uh, online. I really saw that there is a potential. I feel like on Twitter, there's just too many things going on. Um, when you don't have that many followers, because I consider like under 10K is maybe, or maybe under 5K is like not so many followers compared to how many followers people have on Twitter. It's really hard to get visibility and like build a strong community, at least for me. It has been quite hard. And also there are, I don't know, I feel like the people on Twitter are not so nice sometimes. And and yeah, on, what I really loved about Lens is really the community and everyone being so curious and nice and not just not just like um, engaging with each other to get like followers, but I could really see interest in in what people were when people were comment, commenting on my posts or you know whatever. Yeah, I, I can echo a lot of that same sentiment in that the people on Lens and in the Lens community are just seem to be very genuine, very nice, very encouraging, positive people, whereas sometimes, you know, the wrath of Twitter and can can unleash a beast of uh, not very niceness, for lack of a better word there. So I, I can definitely echo that sentiment. And then she also, just for anyone who isn't aware, uh, Memester is who she referenced. That's Memester, M-E-M-E-S-T-E-R, um, was really kind of, and he's gotten a lot of love from a couple different people, especially on these spaces. 
and that he launched a community. It was really the first kind of paid NFT type community to happen on Lens. So he built up the following and then released. Um, he did a couple different tiers, but if you purchase an NFT, I think one cost two manic and then one cost 20 manic, which is around one manic is about $1 ish, give or take on the day. And really kind of mapped, created a roadmap, if you will, for other people like Jesse, and then also another guy named Godinks, G-O-T-E-N-K-S, um, to create these communities and has really created this model. And Jesse, you were the first one to do a free one. So talk about kind of what encouraged you to do it for free versus did you think about charging? Because I think as a lot of other people start to grow a following, whether it's on Twitter or Lens or any platform, always consider, should I launch kind of a, a community project and then how much do I charge or kind of what's the impact? Talk about how you thought about going about that. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, well, actually, the first drop that I made on Manifold, it was really because I was really asking myself, like, I have a small community on Twitter of, you know, collectors and people I really get along with and who are not necessarily on Lens yet. And, you know, no one knows when they're going to um, join. So I thought that it would be cool to sort of combine my community that I already have on uh, Twitter with um, the community that I'm building on Lens. So that free um, drop was mainly for uh, people who were following me on Twitter, but also for people from Lens who just wanted to, you know, grab the art because I, I kind of like it. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like kind of narcissist to say that I like my artwork, but I just thought it's like, it's fun, it's cool. Uh, it's an introduction to Jesse Fry's Academy. I can talk about that later. Um, but then I'm actually working on uh, a, an exclusive lens drop that will give access to much more, you know, utilities. Um, and I am um, at the moment uh, questioning myself about the price and um, and yeah, and also the utilities because uh, there are already maybe you know there's like Memester as you mentioned, there's like uh, Ghost Gang, and there's maybe another one uh, on on Lens that I'm I think I'm not part of, I'm not sure. But um, when I was talking with someone from Lens about my idea of what I wanted to make for, um, for the community, this person said that, hey, be careful because you might be um, um, replicating something that was already done and it might be, you know, boring for people to always get sort of, you know, the same utilities um, and... Um, and maybe it's not, you know, so, um, I forgot what the word. Uh, original, maybe? Yeah, maybe not so, yeah, maybe it's not so original or relevant, you know, for people to just like purchase uh, an NFT that gives them just the same stuff. Um, and so now I'm actually currently working on it and also something that is important to take into account is like I'm building a community that is really centered around fries, art, memes. And yeah, I think it's it wouldn't be so interesting to get people who just, you know, buy the NFT because they just, just want to buy it and then they're not active. 
and they just don't believe in the vision or the mission of the project. Uh, so maybe uh, it would be interesting to have like, I don't know, maybe as I don't like that because I like when everything's inclusive, but maybe a harder access to the community, like uh, make people fill in a form first, you know, to ask like what's their motivation to join the community. So yeah, at the moment, you know, I'm not so sure, but um, but definitely the ones who got the free drop that I made on Manifold will get uh, exclusive uh, utilities that's for sure right and just for anyone curious is is that currently still available to be minted or how do you get one of those if you're interested yeah there's still there there's 175 were claimed so there's still a few um it should be somewhere on my on my feed so if people are interested like it's totally free you just have to pay gas fee um but that's it. I don't know if I can pin it here. I'm just looking over. Yeah, or if it won't let you pin it, you can DM it to me, and I'll I'll pin it as well. Okay. Um, yeah, interesting. So that you know, so what? That's interesting hearing you talk about. You know, some of the and it's it's also interesting now in that it's still a work in progress, right? I think it's kind of what I'm trying to say. So it's interesting as a consumer trying to understand and hear what's going through your brain when you're thinking about launching projects. And this is somebody who does not consider themselves artistic at all in my single bone in my body is artistic. Um, so it's, you know, it's fun to watch and fun to see. And so, you know, one of the things that first came to mind is that somebody had mentioned that you don't want to kind of duplicate things that have already been done before. Um, but I'd, I'll, also like to kind of challenge that and that if you look at any 10k pfp drop that's happened over the last two years you know most of the projects have a very similar type structure where they dropped a 10k pfp they might have some brand partnerships they might have done a couple airdrops they might be working on a metaverse or a game or some kind of licensing ip deal so i i would almost you know encourage you to kind of think about that and that you know if you've got your own brand and your own style and your own ip just because you know, you have a similar type infrastructure to another project doesn't mean that it won't work. Um, it's just my two cents on that. If I'd be curious if you have any thoughts on yeah. kind of some of those things that have happened. Yeah, actually, I I was really thinking about that the whole afternoon because I, I just really want to have, you know, um, all the roadmap finished soon for Jesse Fries. And I was also thinking that, when you see, for example, in the startup world that a business is doing something right, then it's always good, you know, to sort of copy pasta what they're doing right. And what we can see, at least for now on, on Lens, is that Memester and Ghost Gang, these two communities really worked like they, I don't know, but Ghost Gang, like he sold out in like two weeks or something. Um, Memester has a lot of, of people in the community, so... Yeah, there's also that side that is um, that is to take into account for sure. Right. And then, you know, kind of talk more about how you've been able to, you know, your thoughts on how kind of Web3 social lens has differed from, you know, Web2 social. And then, you know, you mentioned you were thinking about dropping a project coming up soon. So kind of compare and contrast your thoughts on Web3 versus Web2 social in the eyes of an artist. Yeah, well... 
I have to say that, like, for me, the best thing is, it's really, yeah, like, first, as an artist, like, you can really, I think that the best thing is that you can monetize what you're, you know, offering to your community, and, and this is something that, as a creator, I couldn't do on Instagram and you're just like posting your content and when I say monetize it's not like you have to just rip everyone and be like hey give me a hundred euro for what I'm posting it's just like you know getting something back so you can so it's it sort of motivates you to continue and maybe create value for your community and I think that's really interesting whereas it at some point maybe Maybe it's less now, but at some point it was super annoying for me to be like on Instagram and TikTok and seeing like everyone promoting brands and like just being paid for promoting uh, like shit. <laughs> Can I say that word here? Uh, and I think this is something at least that we don't have now on uh, on Lens and it feels it really feels good. Um, actually, I have some of my artist friends who kind of were confused when they arrived on Lens because they were like, okay, if I post um, an image of my digital art and then people can collect it on Lens, is it still like, is it the same thing as my art that is minted on, uh, for example, OpenSea or not? And then I was like, actually, that's a good question because I don't know, but... I would guess that it's not like the it's different from the original um artwork because maybe the um maybe it's sold for you know uh, a thousand editions so it's not that exclusive anymore um i don't know if you get my point but this is also something that maybe maybe is still unclear for some creators uh at the moment on lens and I actually uh, tagged Stunny on that, but he, he didn't answer. But I thought it was interesting to, to think about it. Yeah, that's a really good point that I, I think has come up. And I've actually thought about that as well, um, you know, in regards to, you know, the whole point of blockchain is digital scarcity. And that, you know, especially if an NFT artist, there's value, you know, if, if the art was not scarce, then there would be much less monetary value in each individual piece. So, but like, what do you think about that so far? You know, I know there's not an exact answer, but like, what is the thought process going through your head on whether you publish art on lens and then whether or not you make it collectible? Cause for anyone who doesn't know, when you make a post, you can make it collectible or make it not collectible. How do you think about that? Yeah, um, actually, I, I really don't know. I'm just thinking all the time because especially for my project where I will be dropping several um, um, NFTs, uh, NFT collections, like I don't know if I should just like do it full on Lens or just have some things on Lens and then be on other platforms. Um, I honestly, I don't know. I'm really, I'm, I'm a bit lost. <laughs> um, so I don't know how to answer that question. At least for me, um, what I have been doing for now is that um, the artwork 
projects that I have on OpenSea or other uh, NFT marketplaces, I post them on Lens, but I remove the collect uh, button so that no one can collect them so that the person who owns uh, the, the art doesn't feel like insulted somehow. But then I feel like um, it would be okay to like post it because when you're on Instagram, you still like share or on Twitter, you still share the art even though someone owns it. So um, yeah. And then for my drops, I was thinking that maybe I'll have like um, the NFTs that would give access to the Fry's Academy on Lens and then maybe bigger drops on other platforms. I'm not sure. Because the thing is that um, my whole project will um, be around the Fry's Academy, at least for now. That's like the idea that I have. And like to gain access to the Fries Academy, students must, you know, first prove their love for fries and memes by collecting a Jesse Fries NFT. And these NFTs, there might be two, I don't know, two or one that would give access to, to uh, the academy and the community, um, will also um, serve as a sort of badge of honor. So I just want to make everything funny like that. And I also want to like offer a sort of interactive experience um, and kind of like when you get in the in the Jesse Fries Academy. So the NFT will most probably be a cap, a McDonald's cap that you have to buy. And then you get in the academy and then you're a student. So you have to wear your cap during the entire school year. And I think that's funny. And then you, you will progress through the academy and you will take like various tests to prove uh, your mastery of fry making and meme creation. And those who succeed and pass these tests will be re rewarded uh, with, for example, some exclusive Jesse Fry's NFTs, merch or anything. I mean, I'm just really happy to figure that all out with the community. And so... I don't know if the other drops, if I should like do them full on lens or not. This is, yeah. I don't know if anyone has an idea, like I'm really happy to get your feedback. Yeah, and if by the way, anyone has any questions or anything, just raise your hand and we'll pull you up and have you ask a question. Um, so, okay, there was a lot there and I was actually, even though I was on mute, I was cracking up. I'm just imagining my, so is this going to happen like in a metaverse type deal? So I would, you know, I, I'm making fries in my knockoff McDonald's uniform and, you know, I'm going to get a, a fries badge. Is that how you imagine it? <laughs> no, not really. I think that would be really hard maybe to, to make, but mm, maybe it's kind of just like you own uh, the cap NFT, so the McDonald's cap NFT. And then I would create sort of like tests, like online tests. Maybe like you have to create a... Uh, a fry video or recipe and then post it on your feed and then the community will kind of choose who they want to like the best fry video or the best fry meme because that's also something like everyone who owns an nft gets like voting power and we will all like co-curate because yeah i didn't mention that <laughs> there's just so many things i have so many ideas and there's going to be like a fry museum so everything 
will be inside of the Fry, Fry Museum. So let's say there's a test and then we ask students to, uh, for example, create a meme around, around fries or whatever. Um, so the teachers are everyone inside of the community. So we're going to choose like the best ones and then uh, we'll put them in the museum and they will get rewarded later with maybe another NFT or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. And then like... <sighs> Are these just all kind of thoughts that came to your mind? Or you mentioned you were modeling, you know, some of the part off Memester and kind of Godinks, or is there something that inspired you to kind of go this route? Or is this is just all from the brilliant mind of Jesse? Um, no, of course, I've, I've been inspired by like all of the projects. Um, maybe these were things that I was already doing before, but um like the Fry Museum, I got the idea because um, when I joined Memester, we had like a community call in Spatial uh, in a penthouse. And I own one of these penthouses. And I was like, mm, that's interesting. Like I could actually create a Fry Museum. So just like these small things um, gave me inspiration. And, and I think that's it. Yeah. Very cool. And and by the way, she mentioned posting a recipe for fries. I I dug out your post off your page and I just pinned it if anyone wants a good French fry recipe. Um, so, okay, cool. So, you know, for anyone that's an aspiring artist or current artist and they're thinking about, you know, leveraging lens or, you know, what advice would you give to someone that is new or, you know, if you had to start over, what would your advice be? I mean, um, for artists, I would just be like, join Lens and start posting art on Lens and building your community and testing out. Um, because, of course, there's like already a lot of users on Lens, but it's it's big, but at the same time, it's small. So it's kind of the best time to be there and, you know, build a community and experiment with all sorts of tools. Um and uh, I don't know, what could I, what, what else could I say? Mm. Like, have, have there been any surprises or like anything that you wish you would have known? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. I'm, I've mostly been surprised about how cool it is. So I don't have really any negative thoughts about lens at least not for now um the only thing is that sometimes of course it's still for me it's because i don't know if it's just me or if it's for everyone but i work like all of my projects are remote so i work a lot from my computer i have different things and and then I go on Lens and there's just so many different tools and apps. And then I get kind of lost in that open sea or whatever. And then I, I just don't know like how to navigate sometimes, even though many people on Lens have created uh, really nice threads about all of the uh, apps and tools that you can use and stuff. But I really get lost sometimes. So that's something that can be difficult but otherwise i mean it's much cooler than twitter or instagram so 
yeah, I would definitely recommend uh, creators to join. Actually, I've I've promoted Lens to a lot of my uh, artist friends. And um, I'm just waiting for them all to join. And actually, I can see you, Leila. Leila is an artist, and she actually created an artwork with Stunny's face. It's so cool, and I think it's going to be her Genesis post when she joined. Uh, I, well, she joined Lens, but she hasn't had time, I guess, to post. So, Wow, she created an art piece with Stunny's face, and that she's dropping that on Lens. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And we can bring her up if, if she's interested in sharing about that. <laughs> Or if not, that's okay too. Um, okay, cool. If if you are interested, Layla, just request and we'll add you. And if not, totally good too. Um, so, what do you think? You know, one of the things that about lens is that it can be interesting and it can be a little bit difficult to kind of get started. Where do you think? What areas need to improve, or what do you think it's going to take to get lens to go more mainstream and Web three social to go mainstream? Yeah, I think. It's oh, and hold on, don't don't answer that yet. Mm -hmm. Layla just we'll we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, Layla just requested to come up, so we're getting some alpha here. Hey, Layla, can you hear us? How are you? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I'm fine. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely, we're doing great. Um, we can hear you, and uh, so so give us some alpha here. You know, give us 10, 15 seconds about you know who is Layla and why you. <laughs> were inspired to make your first Genesis art piece with Stani's big, beautiful face. <laughs> uh, it's uh, a little at the bottom of my Twitter page. If you uh, feel like digging a little bit, I'm, you, you might be able to find it. And uh, my art is based off uh, symmetry. So I always like to create symmetrical pieces. I, uh, there are many reasons, but I find it brings uh, balance. Uh, to art and to uh, to the soul, and uh, I've requested uh, whitelist on uh, lens for for a while, for a few months actually, and so I thought that uh, this artwork would give me good vibes and energy to finally be whitelisted, and it did. And uh, Jenny, you are right; it's gonna be my Genesis piece. On uh, Lens, I just need to find the time and uh, to understand also a little bit how it works. And uh, I will be on Lens soon. Very cool. Well, uh, we can't wait to wait to have you. And that was very interesting because a lot of people are always asking how they can get Lens handles. So I guess if you make a beautiful stony piece, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might increase your chances. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing. Is, is there anything thank else that you're interested in hearing about Lens? Um, I guess I'm I'm curious to know the possibilities, but I, so I I find out when I'm exploring on it. And Jesse also explained a lot what are the possibilities for artists and what new options we have to be on there. There, it's a whole new world and. Uh, I'm really excited about discovering it, and uh, you shared some insight already. If you have any more, I'm curious to know about that. Jesse, take it away, please. This is your domain. <laughs> um, yeah, well, maybe I can. Well, the the cool thing, at least for you, Leila, is what I what I said already is that you can really build a community of like art lovers and people who really love your like yeah love your art and you can monetize it and then you can 
like create that whole ecosystem where you give back to your um, your community and they're they're not just you know supporting you but you're also in a way supporting them and I think that with your art style it could be interesting for you to like also create a sort of of like token gated community <laughs> there will be so many token gated communities but I think it could be really interesting but just to um, maybe come back on the things that could be better. And I think that's also one of the reasons why some people that I've onboarded are not that active yet. It's because I think Lens is still not user friendly uh, for people who, you know, I think people are late sorry are lazy and like me too i mean everyone <laughs> people are lazy and if they don't just you know uh get access to what they're looking for in a sec then they lose interest and if you're not 100 into lens then maybe you can lose interest like quite fast because you're like okay so i'm looking for that where is it you just you know we were uh speaking uh in the community about like the hashtags so If you want, for example, your art to be on the same page, you have to create, at least for now, you, sh you have to create a sort of hashtag. For example, I created uh, the hashtag. Um, my art is, uh, I don't remember. My art is girly trash meme party. And then you can find all of my art memes like that. And I think that can be complicated. I'm, for example, super interested in Lenstopia. And I actually want to, like have my own sort of fried restaurant in Nenstopia, but I still don't get it. So there are things like that that are unfortunately still like difficult, but I'm sure that it's going to get better um, all the time. So yeah, Leila, you really should join soon. <laughs> I will. Maybe I should uh, do a guidebook uh, as a thread or something. Maybe when I start uh, my uh, lens experience. So others can follow my steps. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. And Zombie Shepherd has requested, so let's pull him up and see uh, what he's got to say. Mr. Zombie Shepherd, how are you, sir? Uh, can you hear us? And how are you doing? And what question or comment would you like to make? You are on mute, Zombie Shepherd. You must unmute and then talk. Uh, okay. And maybe he's on desktop and is having issues. You have to be on mobile to uh, to be able to talk. And Karma Violetta requested to speak, so I'm going to pull her and or him up. I'm not sure who's operating the account today, but uh, <laughs> unmute yourself, and I guess we'll find out. Hi, <laughs> it's Violetta. Karma's nearby, though. <laughs> Um, we just wanted to say hi because we see a lot of familiar faces in here from Twitter and from Lens, of course. Jesse, we've been following you on Lens for a bit, so it's nice to see you here. Zombie Shepherd, of course. Chris, Tommy, and Gotenks, also the ghost. <laughs> And um, and then I was going to say Alice was in here earlier, I saw, and she just made a really cool post. I mirrored it on my personal lens, um, Violetta Got Waves, that is kind of like a guidebook, like similar to what Layla, you were 
thinking about maybe making it's kind of like a guide to like a how to get started on lens and I thought it was super helpful so um, I'm not sure what her it's like Alice it might just be Alice.lens um, but yeah you can or you can go to my profile and see because I mirrored it awesome what was your lens your personal lens handle violetta what oh actually i just remembered <laughs> actually my lens is just violetta violetta oh, dot just lens violetta. yeah oh, just okay. my name just my name dot lens yeah all right let's fucking go is that you no i violetta did you did you mirror that on lens or was yeah that twitter retweet yeah i mirrored it on my lens just it's just my name violetta dot lens and it should be the first post there all right i'll check it out cool very cool yeah thanks for sharing violetta and uh tell karma hello hola hope all is well and um yeah so uh does anyone have any other questions or you know, anything else that's going on? And Jesse, if, if there's no other questions, um, kind of wrap us up here. Is there anything else that we need to know about Fry's or Fry's tutorials or Fry's recipes or Fry's Academy or Jesse Fry's? Uh, and wrap us up here. I mean, I think I've said so many things, but I'm just hoping that you all will join the community for sure. And just remember that this project is really like sharing my love for fries, but, and also, you know, art and memes. And it's just also really having fun together and building the project together. As I said, like I have really many ideas. I'm, I will experiment with many things. I'm sure I will make like mistakes and everything. And it's okay. But that at the end of the day, it's like life is already so complicated and, Maybe, you know, it's nice to sometimes have, like, projects that are just, like, more, like, entertaining in a way. So, yeah. Also. Right, Barry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say fries are Karma's favorite food. <laughs> so, shout out to that. <laughs> well, that's amazing. <laughs> One day we can eat fries together. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> Where are you based? I'm based between Finland and France. <laughs> oh, cool. What well, about you? We're in Miami. So if you're ever here, let us know. <laughs> all right. Very good. Very good. Well, uh, next time we'll try to have, uh, maybe we can all get fries catered or something, even if we're on different parts of the globe or hemispheres or anything like that. So um, unless anything else is urgent, then Thank you, Jesse. Um, this has been a pleasure. It's been super interesting to dig into fries and kind of your project. Uh, and, you know, I'm personally watching uh, to see how this project plays out because I'm super excited as you, as a human, as a person, and as an artist as well. So, and I think there's a lot that people can learn, you know, kind of from this model that we've seen now three times between me and Sir Godings, you, and I imagine there'll be many, many, many more to come. So uh, if you haven't already, check out her free mint. Um, I don't see any reason not to mint it. I minted it, I think, the day it came out. So it's super awesome. Karma Violetta, thanks for jumping in, Violetta, and, you know, making a comment. Um, and then everyone as well, thank you so much for joining us. So 
We'll see you next time. I'm Chris Comrie. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Chris. And thanks, everyone, for coming. Bye. See you guys. Bye.